Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's go. Mm. Top of the morning. 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 Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Real Croc. In this video, I'm gonna be getting into my five favorite anime villains. So there's gonna be a couple of nostalgia picks and a couple of things that you guys may not like and may find unpopular. But these are just the guys who do it for me. I'm not saying who makes the most sense. I'm not saying who's the strongest. I'm just saying the ones that I enjoy the most over my time of watching anime. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button as well as that notification bell to get notified for some more videos. If you end up enjoying the video, please be sure to also hit that like button and leave a comment below. Without further ado, let's just get into it. Let's just jump into it. At my number five pick, it's actually kind of funny. My oldest mom from Digimon Adventure. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Really, Digimon Adventure? You you're picking my oldest mind? Yeah, out of all the villains in the whole series of Digimon Adventure 1, my oldest mind is the sassiest. He's the spiciest. The spice. I must have it. The spice below. Literally, he had the, the Digi Destin up against the wall. His powers was crazy. He was diabolical. He had them on the ropes, not only in the digital world, but also when they got to the human world, the amount of chaos, confusion, and destruction that Myotismon caused from the digital world into the human world is crazy. Devimon could never. The Dark Masters, they also could never. The series honestly could have stopped right there. We didn't even need to get into the Dark Master saga. Myotismon powers and the way that he had everything plotted and how crazy he moved and the fear that he put in all of his followers was oh. Also, that little red whip he was doing, he <laughs> wiping Digimon out in like one hit, like that, all of that was crazy. My oldest mind had me on the edge of my seat as a kid, like yo, this guy really is about to like end everybody's shit, and it was crazy. Also, the fact that they brought my oldest mind back into the sequel series, Digimon Adventure 2, granted, it was pretty garbage, that was like a last minute decision I feel like, they just was like, you know what, we don't really have a big villain, let's just, let's just say it was all my oldest mind that he was controlling, what was that guy's name, Ori Orikawa or something like that, the, the, the pale dude who ended up getting a Digimon as an adult, which was weird, but my oldest mind is that guy, like, the moveset, how evil he is, like, his, his, his delivery for how he speaks for his English dub, because I did not watch the English sub for Digimon Adventure 1, as a number five pick for me, my oldest mind is that guy for me. All right, now getting into my number four pick. Yoshikage Kira from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is unbreakable. I think most people who enjoy JoJo's Bizarre Adventure probably thinks that I would probably pick Dio. Yes, 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 yes. fine. Dio's good in part one, but he's barely in part three. Yeah, Dio hit you with the Zawaldo. And all of that stuff, but Yoshikage Kira, when he shows up, bro, my man's, he just wants to live a simple life. He was just trying to chill. Granted, he was a serial killer and he was blowing people up and keeping hands, so that was crazy. But the intricacies of his plan, of how much he wanted to stay low key, and he switched faces and how his stand developed, and he got like the little power up, and the way that he ended up dying, all of that was like fire to me. The fact that he was staying in the dude's face that he took's family like house and the kid was onto him the whole time and he was continuing to be a savage. My man was going to be an absolute savage so he could live a simple life. A simple life of killing people and be able to go to work and do everything. Cause he just wanted to be a simple businessman. Like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, go to work and then uh, fondle some hands, you know, for a little while, some dead hands, handless people, you know. That's his thing. I like his stand killer queen. Like that was dope. The fact that they couldn't even blow his little bombs up. The fact that he was able to rewind time once his stuff kind of got um developed to the next level when he got hit with the stand arrow again. Or oh, did he get hit with the stand arrow again? I can't remember. 
let me know in the comment section. But yeah, out of all the JoJo villains, I think Yoshikage Kira was like the best. And I don't even like that part of JoJo's the best at all. Like, no, 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 no. I actually enjoyed the part with Jono Giovanna more. So, you know, that's number four pick, Yoshikage Kira. Now to my number three pick, the man, the myth, the legend, the most racist person in all anime, Frieza. Monkeys. Frieza has shown to be diabolical. He is the pinnacle of why we even have the, the super saying in the first place. My man is a savage. He does not care whatsoever. The spice that comes out of this man's mouth is wild. He might be the slickest talker. For a while, Cell was my favorite villain in DBZ, but the more Frieza I got once we got into Dragon Ball Super and everything else, the moveset, once he gets the Golden Frieza, like the gold, Golden Frieza is fire to me. Like, I think that's a dope design and a dope color palette switch, because that's really all it is, the color palette switch. But isn't that all transformations in Dragon Ball Z anyway? Besides Super Saiyan 3 when he gets longer hair. But yeah, Frieza's relationship ringing his pops, like the scene, every scene that Frieza's in, he steals. The, the voice actor that plays him, he always steals it. And even in the manga, he's just the funnest character to see on the screen. Frieza always has smoke. He always has smoke. And yeah, when they get to the tournament of power, he tries to do a little conniving things here and there. But that's what makes Frieza Frieza. Like, he just, he wants to be a savage at all times. He don't want no help. He wants to, like, find a way to get on top. He's going to try to find a way to be the god of destruction. Like, Frieza is that guy. Now, getting into my number two pick. Doflamingo from One Piece. Or Don Quixote Doflamingo however you want to say the full name though flamingo first of all the drip is crazy my man's with the little pink flamingo coat like the the little high heels and the skinny jeans and the zebra skinny jeans whatever he be wearing nah my man's be dripping on people and though flamingo's motivational backstory you know yeah he's kind of an asshole i mean no he is a full-blown asshole but you kind of get why he's moving like this though flamingo is a definition of what happens if you take away white people's privilege i guess because my man's was living in the top of the world as a celestial dragon and his pops knew that like yo we are treating other people horribly we need to you know bring ourselves a peg down and go into the the regular world but like all the people in the real world and regular world once they knew who they were and where they came from they treated them like shit bro like killed killed his pops and then like he just dealt with just like a whole bunch of trauma as a kid because of that life change and the whole time yeah he was looking down upon them and he was basically just a dick the whole way through he stays to that celestial dragon character but you kind of understand later on like why he's doing this Do Flamingo's moveset and his manipulativeness and I'm not just talking about his string string fruit like how he's able to just control people but just the way that he changes the tide in the one piece world like, like you know for a minute that Do Flamingo is gonna be like a big deal early on before you even know what his powers is but then once you get into dress rosa i mean it was a problem whooping everybody like sanji tried to take him down sanji got his leg hurt i think sanji had hurt his leg in punk hazard anyway sanji said no chance it was a dub and then law law needed luffy to even handle the situation and, and even technically if luffy didn't have all those people there to help him doflamingo was not gonna get beat and then even after doflamingo lost and he's in jail you still watching this is like yo what my man's got up his sleeve doflamingo might be like the eyes of one piece you have no idea what is going on in his brain and what he has set up. I just feel like he has other tricks up his sleeve. Also, his devil fruit, I think it's super OP and it's super interesting. The birdcage scene in Dressrosa wasn't the best. I didn't love the little countdown thing because I hate little countdown moments in anime. 
sensational. But when he does create that and the, the spectrum and how his devil fruit is awakened and how he uses it, complete, complete asshole. He makes it so easy to hate him that it's enjoyable. So yes, that's what makes Doflamingo my second favorite anime villain. I know you may have expected like, why you didn't put Blackbeard? I really like Kaido, but I can't put Kaido there yet. I can't pick Big Mom there either. Doflamingo has so much personality that I don't feel like a lot of the villains even displayed yet. Besides like maybe Crocodile a little bit, Doflamingo is the best villain to me so far in One Piece. You know, still remains to be seen what happens in the future, but that's the number two pick. And now for my number one choice, the creme de la creme, the man with the hand, Madara Uchiha from Naruto. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Of course I'm picking Madara Uchiha from Naruto. I'm not picking Kaguya. Kaguya's garbage. Like, I don't even know why we even got her as the, <laughs> the final villain. That's, it wasn't even fair. Pain is dope, but Pain ends up switching like his whole belief system. Madara has been feeling the way he's been feeling forever. And then the first time you finally get Madara on screen, have you guys seen that fight when he fights the whole Shinobi Alliance and he's just whooping them out, whooping them out, whooping them out? Like the animation on that is crazy. The way the camera pans when Madara just putting on work, like the anime really delivered that. Yeah, it was good in the manga, but the manga did not put the magnitude of how savage Madara was and he whooped out five kage by himself light work like it's just a layer Madara is so op that kishimoto did not even know how to actually be him that's the whole reason why we even got this kaguya situation in the first place i feel like that he just was like you know what i'm back into a corner i made Madara too strong my man's just too smart he he is he just Madara is fire bro and don't hit me with the Itachi can beat Madara. I know I got the Itachi shirt on right now, but Itachi can't beat Madara, bro. Come on, son. Like, Madara is Madara Uchiha. The only person who was able to even keep him in check was Hashirama Senju. And I don't even think Hashirama is, like, that dope. I don't really like his character that much. But Madara's reasoning for why he's even doing things, he just wants to live in a perfect world, honestly. he, he Yeah, the infinite Tsukuyomi is not the best way to kind of trick people into, like, having peace. But... For the most part, it ain't the worst plan of an anime villain ever. He's not trying to kill everybody. He's trying to put everybody to sleep, you know? Also, the different jutsus, his Shinigami, his Renegon, like everything. My man's just like levels up, levels up, levels up, turns into six paths, levels up, levels up, levels up. Madara is that guy. He is not to be trifled with. And the demonicness of when he's speaking and how much he loves battle when he shows up for the first time, you just sitting there like, yo, it might be quiet for y'all, boy. Like, at, no, at every point in time, he was getting jumped. There was no fair ones against Madara. Madara was getting jumped. The only person who did the most against Madara, honestly, pre-bullshit power-up, is Guy. We know Guy gave it up crazy. Guy could have probably beat him pre-like Sage of Six Path. He probably could have whooped him out. Madara, hands down to me, my favorite anime villain. Like, I would love to have a Madara statue or something. Huh, maybe I should buy that Madara statue I saw. It was like on Sideshow Collectibles. Eh. We'll see. I mean, I don't need no more junk anyway. There we go. That's my top pick for my favorite anime villain. You know, if you guys disagree with my top five of my anime villains that I enjoy, let me know in the comment section below and let me know what your favorite anime villains are. We all have different tastes, so it'd be like that sometimes. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, please be sure to hit that like button, leave a comment, let me know what you think. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell as well so you get alerted for when I put more videos out. And on that note, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe I'm really grateful we alive And I'm feeling great cause lately I've been on the way to something great And I feel alive cause I create like every day and I'm on today